What's up, Browns fans? This is Mike from downtown Canada, and you're listening to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off, brothers. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. If you'd like to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Another awesome intro out of Canada. Did his Justin impersonation, I think, right there. Brother. So, you know, <laughs> uh, get yours on the show. Uh, dogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail drop-down menu. It's really easy. I uh, know Zach today got hung up at work. I'm a little bit on the mend, if you guys can't tell in the voice, so bear with me today. Yeah, we figured the Browns don't have everybody at full strength, so we should try it too. Yeah, uh, so if I start wheezing or coughing, just please pause for a minute uh <laughs> the browns were stomped at home this week but before we get into that i want to remind you all to check us out on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok if you're watching on youtube please remember to like and subscribe make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode if you prefer to just listen to your podcast you can also find us on apple google and spotify lastly if you're itching for some more content become an official dog pack member at jointhedogs.com on our patreon page we have game day threads you get the episodes early plus an extra episode every week we have fantasy leagues going on right now i think we're going to do like uh, live watch parties for a game coming up sometime a lot of cool stuff on there plus you just get to like text us and hang out with us and talk to us anytime you want so check it out join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member in the dog house let me say something to you as a friend you suck. So two weeks in a row, we got to start with what went wrong because um, a lot more went wrong in this game than went right. First thing I want to touch on, and I want to preface, preface, preface this with saying <laughs> this is by no means why we lost. We lost because we just got smoked in every, uh, every aspect of the of game. The game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But again, the refs were awful like, oh. and around the league again. But yep. in the Browns game, it almost looked like the refs were – Oh, a couple of Browns players talked bad about us in public this week, so we're going to show them. That second drive, it, it, was, it was so obvious. Oh first quarter God. was tough. The first oh quarter was tough. The, the Denzel Ward PI, I thought, I was like, oh, I could see yeah. that going either way until later in the game when they did the exact same thing to us <laughs> and it didn't get called. Yeah. Right. And then the, what about the two roughing the passer calls on Kyler? The one on the sideline. Wasn't a lot to that one. That was, I was pretty upset about that. Even the announcer was like, uh, Mark Sanchez, who played quarterback, <laughs> was right. like, um, I'm all for protecting quarterbacks, but that's that seems a little iffy. And then the next one, I didn't even know <laughs> that you could get roughing. How did he rough him if he didn't even fall <laughs> down? Yeah. <laughs> he hit him. I mean, it yeah. was unbelievable. I've never seen anything well, like and that. The, the one on the sideline. And, and just there was so much that happened yesterday in that game that I'm kind of I kind of blacked out a little bit, oh, you yikes. know, um, not from drinking, just because yeah, I was no, so yeah. upset. The but, rage. Um, yes, the rage. Kyler was trying to throw the ball when he was going to the sideline. He was trying to make a last second throw and we shoved him out of bounds and they called roughing. I'm like, then he shouldn't be allowed to roll out and try yeah, to throw. Correct. Like if you roll and then and if he does make the throw, it shouldn't count. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, because I'm not allowed to defend him. Right. Exactly. I said this last week, just kind of being sarcastic, is if the league is all about protecting the quarterback because they're the face of the league, then they shouldn't be allowed to run. 
Mm. I, I don't argue. I mean, if, if, if Lamar is super protected in the pocket because he's the face of that franchise, but then he's allowed to take off and run, that's ignorant. <laughs> so make up your mind. They're either football players or they're not. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's so stupid. Um, but man, it was bad. Again, it didn't cost us the game because no. <laughs> my God, we were awful, but yep. I just, and it was around the league again. There were so many calls around the league again that were just so bad last night, the end of the Sunday night football game where they stopped it to review a play that was clearly a catch. So now both teams are like thinking they're going to get mm-hmm. screwed. And then the Steelers definitely probably thought they got screwed, mm. even though in reality they didn't, but it was just so poorly handled by the officiating crew. Then they reviewed a play that shouldn't have been reviewable because they had already spiked the ball on the next play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it, the whole, the whole sequence was very odd. It was a debacle was because I mean, and the thing is like, if the clock in the stadium is wrong, how do you know? Like, what, what clock are we playing off well, of? Like, the officials, what are the, if the, the quarterbacks are, have time, them they, they keep time. I understand that, too. but if, if the quarterbacks are watching the play clock in the end zone, do they know that's right? Well, Is it right? It should be right. The problem it, is, yeah, is that was be. at home, and it was clear one second on the clock. Yeah. But a home clock operator is going to let it go to triple zero. He's going to put that in the officials' hands, make oh, them say sure. to put one second back on. Mm-hmm. But just the way, I mean, it was a debacle. Yeah. And it's like every week there's something like that. It's it's terrible. It it is it's awful. Um, but we're not going to dwell on that too much. I'm just going to we're going to have like a little where the refs sucked every week until they start to get better. Well, I mean, and you got to call it out because, like I said last week, NFL is. I mean, this this product you're putting on the field is is becoming unwatchable because you're trying to watch these players, these these all world athletes make plays, and it's entertainment. And then you've got these referees. What Zach say yesterday? Are they getting paid by the flag? I mean, <laughs> it, it's like they want to be on TV as much as possible. Yeah. It's like you're trying to make a name for yourself as a referee. What are you doing? Like, let the guys play. You don't want to be on TV. You shouldn't be. It's, and they'll call ticky tack holding calls that people are like, what is that? Mm. But then Miles Garrett will get held every single play. Well, that, and that's another thing. So if holding happens every play, which everybody says it does, and it yep. does, yep. why is it a 10 yard penalty? <laughs> You're going to put somebody in first and 20 pretty much end the drive right then and there when it happens every play. You could call it every play if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Make it a five-yard penalty. Well, I mean, you can make the argument, why is it a spot foul for pass interference unless it's against the offense and it's only 10 yards? Sure, yep. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I, there's all the, kinds the of rules. Can, the done. offense can only lose 10 yards, but the defense could give up 60. <laughs> right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Like, it's crazy. Um so enough about the officials. I just want to touch on that. Um, again, they're not the reason we lost. We lost because we sucked. Um, <laughs> the second thing I wanted to hit on with what went wrong, the injuries are starting to pile up. Man, oh. it, it is. Basically, if you could write a book on what could derail the Browns season, a couple of things that would be in there have happened, and yeah. a huge one would be injuries to a bunch of key positions. Name me a star player on the Browns who's not hurt Please. in some way. You know, I mean, Miles Garrett is yeah. out there, but I mean, he's had limited practices. It's 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 unbelievable kind of right now. And a lot of people will say injuries are part of the NFL. I get that. I 100% get that. The Raven, Ravens fans will be all over us because they got so many people's out. Yeah. The problem is, is you still have your best player. Correct. You know, and that helps a lot. And your best player plays a position that... The most important the, position. Yeah, right? that plays and he touches the ball every single play. We as Browns fans, even though we've had Baker's back, we've never claimed that he's our best player. No. Our best player is Nick Chubb. Yeah. 
You know, we said and, that multiple times. Yes, our best player is Nick Chubb. You can make the argument, uh, top three to four player, at least offensively, is Kareem Hunt. Uh, our tackles are pretty important for our offense. Uh, uh, extremely important. You know, so yes, I get there are teams with a lot of injuries, and we can't use them as excuses. But none of those teams have lost their their best player. It's just for the Browns, their best player doesn't play quarterback, right? And I'm not afraid mm-hmm. to say that. I mean, he's he's not our best player. No, Nick Chubb definitely is, and and not having him yesterday is showing. Oh, I mean, at one point, I think what for the, the first half, how many rushing yards did we have? A, a single digits. We had nine, I think. At one point, they they were showing the stats on on the TV broadcast. I think through the first uh, five games of the season, we were averaging one one eighty. One it was yeah, one eighty one something, something like, that. like yeah, that. And then it was like today nine. Yep. I'm like, well. That's because Chubb's not in there. Well, and it's tough already because you look at you look at what Nick Chubb means as a loss when he's out of the game. You, you it's really you can't even execute your game plan. No. You, it's a completely different game plan. But then to add on to it to say, oh, you know, like, hey, just to let you know, Kareem Hunt's going to go out and it's going to be really bad. We are scary depleted at our our strongest attack. And I think. Nick or uh, Kareem Hunt played injured yesterday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was he supposed up, he was supposed to up. be on a like a limited snap count. They even said before the game, so fancy was like we're going to limit his touches today. And then yeah. I think at one point they were like, screw it. We need somebody who can move the ball. So they were kind of pushing and pushing him. If Chubb out. is healthy yesterday, I bet you Hunt wouldn't have played. I I think you're probably right. Yeah. I, and, and so how about Kareem Hunt had 14 carries for 66 yards. The next leading rusher for the Browns was Baker with three carries at eight yards. Dearness Johnson had one carry, two yards. I mean, the, the focal point of the Browns' offense is their rushing attack. Right. Yeah. And we had 73 yards rushing. Our second leading rusher for the game was our quarterback at eight yards. Not not to I, – I completely agree with you. Trust me. I, I think that the game plan completely went out the window very early on when it was, what, 17 nothing. That's another you, problem, too. You get down, you got to throw. Yeah, you're throwing. And, it, and it, uh-huh. that's a big – I mean, that's a – not only is that a clock management thing, but also, like, the defenses know what you're going to do. You know, yeah, and that's that is one of the issues with this, you know, run heavy, run first mentality, you know, identity of the Browns. Like, it's great, it is dominant when we are rolling, we've got our line healthy, mm-hmm. we've got our running backs in there. You can't stop us, but as soon as injuries pile up, you lose your two running backs, your tackles, and all of a sudden you're down a few scores, you are one dimensional in the dimension that you're not very good at. Right. You would hope that your number one overall pick franchise quarterback would be able to like shoulder some of that. We'll get into He's that. He's only got one shoulder, but, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I it's like if if we're good, if we can't run the ball for eight yards a clip, the offense is going to stutter. We so I mean, come on, but um, so the injuries play a huge thing defensively. We lost JOK. Yep. Yeah, that's huge. and that's huge because he's like one of the only guys who makes tackles in space. <laughs> he, I mean, when he goes to tackle, guy, the guy's coming down. Yes. Yeah, so now what? We're going to see more Mac Wilson. I, that's the thing. Yeah. That's one of the I, who replaces him. You know what I mean? Because he's been such an like he, he has from week one to now. Like it was kind of like we're gonna see what he can do. We're gonna kind of ease him in. And all of a sudden, it was never mind. He's in all the time because he's awesome and he's good making plays. And now we're got. I mean, he's gonna be out four to six. Yeah, it, that's rough. Minimum. That's rough. I, I didn't know that it was that bad. Either. Yeah, high, I, they I, said it was a high ankle sprain. Uh, and those <laughs> they said typically they're four to six weeks. I mean, think of uh, Jerry Judy week one. Uh, he's, it's week going into week seven. He's still not back. Still not, yeah. So, 
Yeah, JOK is done for a while. Yeah, I mm. mean, the, the injuries are piling up. Defensively, other than JOK, we're, we're pretty much intact. Um, so you would like to see the defense step yep. up this week, which we'll talk about in the preview. But um, So that takes us into the third thing and what went wrong that I had, the defense. The defense is the worst NFL defense I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. Because I've been a Browns fan my whole life, so I've seen some pretty bad defense. We've normally in the past that we couldn't score, but our defenses were okay. okay. Let me, yeah. th- all right, that's fair. But let me just say, I think it's the worst defense I've ever seen that has really good defensive players. They're star-studded. Yes. Yeah. I've Joe Woods, so I don't want to advocate for firing somebody mid-season because I just think it looks terrible. I will. And, I'm ready. But, man, I don't, like uh, somebody in our Patreon group thread said, maybe they need to do what Ohio State did yeah. and take away play-calling Calling, duties. Yeah. Keep the staff intact. But somebody else got to call the plays. Put Joe Woods up in the uh, up in the box because it's bad. He is terrible. He he doesn't blitz when we should. He blitzes when we shouldn't. Yesterday on uh, D Hopkins screen pass that he caught. Mm-hmm. Why would we blitz the guy covering DeAndre Hopkins at the ten yard line? Blitz somebody else. Anybody else. And. Third, we are so bad on third down. Third and 21 score touchdown easily. Uh Not even, they didn't even sweat. Third and 12 scored a touchdown easily. It's like a hot knife through butter. Oh, anytime we had them third and long yesterday, it was like, I wonder how they're going to pick this one up. It is. And it was every time. Every third down. I'm not even kidding. Every third down. We we invested draft capital Uh and free agent money into this defense. This defense was supposed to take that next step. Preseason, we were talking, this might be a top five to top ten defense. They Statistically, because we had an aberration game against the Bears, we're still like relevant. If you take that Bears game out, we are cellar dwellers hard. (laughs) The defense is awful. If we get no pressure... We have Miles Garrett, and we get no pressure. Yeah. We have – tell me – I, I said this, I said this mm-hmm. in, a, in a text yesterday. Tell me one player that has flourished under Joe Woods. They have all gotten significantly worse. Yes. Significantly I, I, Last year, worse. I thought it was just Zeho. a fluke. Yeah, that was the one that was – I remember I we were Joe. I, was it you guys that I was texting with? Yes. I was super excited when they signed him. Yeah. Because with the Vikings, he was legit. I'm like, man, that's a nice pickup. That's a nice veteran guy to have in the locker room. And all I did was look at my wife last year and go, man, this guy sucks. He was he the, is <laughs> never, never where he's supposed to be. Laughing yeah. stock of the league last year. Yeah. He was on the Colts this year. Doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah. Doing what he should have been doing. Yes. Last year. He's no he's not he's not the laughing stock of the league right now on the Colts. I just watched their game uh last week against the Ravens. Yeah. He's out there laying the wood doing what we thought he was gonna do for the Browns. Yeah, a contributing jo- part of the defense. John Johnson looks lost. Yep. A lot of times. Yeah, and Ronnie Harrison is taking a huge step backwards. That's the thing. When John Johnson, who we know just because he was he was the top he was the third ranked safety, probably the best free agent signing of the offseason of across any the team. league. Of yeah. any team. And he comes here, I, you and you say it all the time, Blake, and I've, I've been using this to talk to people. I'm like, Blake always says, these guys didn't just suddenly start sucking at football. <laughs> the John Johnson's a very good football player. Yeah. Why does he look so bad? It, and the defensive miscommunication in the secondary, all the busted coverages, that's coaching. Yes. That is co- – what are we doing? What are we practicing during the week? <laughs> well – all right, so yesterday, my mom, who knows nothing about football, NFL, and he just, she just watches because we're sitting there watching it, right? 
Hopkins catches that second touchdown pass. She's like, wow, he must be one of their not-so-good receivers that they just let him wide open. Oh, no, I said, he's, he's not only their best receiver, he's one of the best receivers in, in the, the league. league. <laughs> and in she, the just, league. she just couldn't believe And I'm like, yeah, really, he is. And this is what's been happening all season so far. He's best receiver on the team. And go have a day. I'm, have a day. I'm surprised he didn't have a bigger day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, that's another thing. No, so. because he spread it out. Last, <laughs> last Kirk, Kirk was looking like. Yeah. People were giving me crap about start. I started. This tells you how bad the Browns defense is. In my fantasy league, I did not start a second QB this week. I started AJ Green, who is the Cardinals' third wide receiver. Yep. And he got 19 points. Yeah. It's safe against the Browns to play those guys. If you all right, so last week when we were previewing the Cardinals game, if you were to somebody would have come in here and said, Hey, I know what's gonna happen. Let me give you a couple stats and you guys predict what's gonna happen. Kyler Murray's gonna throw for two hundred and twenty nine yards and he's only gonna rush for six. I th- I would you think maybe we had a chance in the game? Oh, yeah. I think we, we did harped okay. so much on contain him, contain him. Don't let him carve us up with his legs. He didn't. No, we we played him really well. They even pointed out in the broadcast like how we were yeah. contained rushing him and keeping him in the pocket. We did that extremely well. And how many snaps did he fumble? Four? Yeah, yeah. it was a lot. My was God, it four? They had four fumbles yesterday yeah. and got them all back. Yeah. It, but the defense, the defense is so bad. I've never seen anything like it. To put this in perspective, <laughs> the Chiefs carve us up in week one, and everybody's like, well, it's the Chiefs. They do that to everybody. That's the fair. Chiefs are now only three and three, and they have not been doing that to everybody. Okay, they got they got shut down by the Bills. They got shut down by a lot of teams they played. Well, there's another team that carved us up that uh, I was yeah. just going to say did not carve up their next opponent yesterday. Yeah, the Chargers. Oh we gosh. couldn't stop them at oh, all. No. They just told us what they were going to do and then did it to us. Just raw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yep. killed us all game. And then they come out against the Ravens, who we have to, who we think we're on the same level as. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I agree with you there. Then, yeah, there's a there's a gap. Uh, right yeah. And then the Ravens completely shut them down, make them look like they don't even belong on the same field as them. And the Ravens are busted up in their on their defense. They got guys hurt. Yep. The I, de- I, it, there's no excuses for the defense. There's no, no excuses. And and yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a. Probably a better first step solution. Just take the play calling away from Joe Woods. Move him somewhere up, like you said, up to the box. Let somebody else manage the game down on the field. His entire mm. philosophy is is wrong. Is bad. Well, yeah, obviously. Like his <laughs> entire, like even like what he is trying to do is stupid. Yeah, it makes like we never bring pressure, except for at terrible times. <laughs> You know, and right. this, I mean, we're almost in a prevent defense like 95% of the time. That's yep. what it looks like. Yeah. It is, it is so bad. I don't even know. A prevent that can't prevent. No. Sure. And it puts sure, so sure. much pressure on the offense. Yep. Like we wonder, we wonder why we keep going for it on fourth down instead of taking field goals because we know they're about to go score. Yeah. We have to score. Yeah, field goals isn't going to get it done against any team we play because turns out they're going to score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Look yep. at um, we played the Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers, and Cardinals, and they all put up thirty five plus on us. I'm pretty sure. Yes, only decent offense we played this year. The Vikings. That's the only offense we've looked okay against. We yeah, it's great. And I don't know what happened in that game. No, we got we uh, got some pressure on Kirk. Yeah. Uh, that is 
I mean, it's terrible. We, you can't. We're not going to go to where we want to go if every time we play an offense that is capable, we give up forty points. Oh, 100 percent agree. Well, don't look now because there's some coming. <laughs> there's some teams coming that. I mean, it's more second half of the season, but there. If we don't figure it out, I the, I look at the schedule and I go, this might be a little like a break in the schedule. If anything, the next five games are games that we should win. Absolutely, but we have all these injuries. That's what I was going to say. The yeah. defense is so bad. They're, okay, so not that not to jump too far ahead into the preview, and I'm not trying to preview yet, but just thinking, Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad quarterback. He's not nope. great. Journeyman. Journeyman. You know what? Veteran. If we're going to leave Cortland Sutton wide open down the field, he'll hit him. He'll hit him. Yep. He'll hit him. And you know, if we don't have two of our, you know, our two running backs out there, they'll shut us down. Yeah. Take away our running game. Go ahead. Beat us through the air. That's what they're going to say. Yep. Because uh, did we beat the Cardinals through the air at all? No. Nope. Maybe that last play of the first half, but that's about it. Mm. Take away the 57 yard uh, Hail Mary that was I mean, let's call it, it's a fluke. It happens once every, what, five years? Which I can't believe that wasn't a sack. <laughs> uh, yeah. he w- we would have had 177 yards through the air in a game in which we were trailing, so we're throwing the, the ball so much. Right. I think that's something we need to keep in mind. Like, yeah, the score was 37 to 14, but you guys, that, that game was 37 to 7. Yes. Because yeah. that last, that, that was just a Hail Mary play. We, I mean, come on, Hail Marys are luck. There, I, DPJ didn't even go up for the ball. He, he caught it, it against chest. his chest. That doesn't happen. No. I mean, that was a thirty-seven to seven smackdown. Yep. We looked. Like, I was watching the game and I kept thinking they looked like faster and more aggressive than <laughs> us. Like we would catch the ball and, and turn to go upfield, and there'd be four guys on our dude just stomping him. And I yeah. was like, why are they so much faster and better than us? It was like watching. <laughs> It was like watching a high school football game where the two teams, this team is pretty good, but they're like a lower division. And then they play like they played up a, a division or two. And this team's real good at their division. Yeah. And it was like, oh, they, these guys can do some things, but they're just completely overmatched physically and talent level right now. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like a D1 high school football team playing against like a D3 high school football team. I, and part of especially toward the end of the game, whenever Keenum and those other guys came in, I'm like, oh, this was a preseason game for us. That's what happened. <laughs> it was I terrible. Now. I never felt like we, uh, like two minutes in the game, I never felt like we had a chance. No. no. As soon as they went down the field the first time, and then that next drive, I was like, well. So I had a couple extra hours to be mad yesterday. Yeah. Good thing the Dallas game was nice. That was uh, a nice <laughs> bonus. So the last thing I want to get into with what went wrong I think obviously the defense is the single biggest problem for the Browns, yep. but Baker is not playing well. He had a good game last week, and I know people are going to yell at me because he had a good game last week. But again, with the game on the line last week, nothing. This week, and I know he's playing injured, and he shows so much toughness and grit. I'm not saying that's not awesome. Oh, you can't take that away from him. No, nope. Nope. but man, he, well, he turned the ball over three times on their side of the field. Of course they beat us 37 to 7 or 37 14. They had our defense is awful and our defense somehow stepped up and held them with two field goals in two out of three times. Yeah. But yeah. then and we could get nothing and I know we're a run first team we had tackles out but at some point my number one overall franchise quarterback has got to be able to like elevate some of the guys around him. I mean he only had 180 yards yesterday. Yeah. I mean he had more but that fifty-seven yard hail mary, you can't take, you can't add that into like his impact in the game because it didn't matter. It, I, I the looked rest up, of the game wasn't good. No, and no. I looked up some stats. He's his completion percentage on third down this year is fifty. So when teams know we got to throw, 
it's it's fifty percent. Uh, he his completion percentage downfield, like nineteen yards or more, is abysmal. Um, twenty of his twenty eight passes yesterday were within ten yards. A lot of those were like within seven. We're essentially a Pittsburgh Steelers offense, only with a better running game. Yeah, and there's no, no we no have receivers. To, we have to hit some downfield passing plays. We 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 keep stalling in the red zone. Well, turn it's hard to go 15 plays every time. Yeah. You can't you have to get some chunk plays. And I said this about the Rams. They got rid of golf for that. Because they had it had to be too perfect for them to succeed. They had to go 12, 13 plays. McVay had to have the perfect call every time. That's why they got rid of them. It wasn't because they couldn't win 10 games with them. They went to a Super Bowl with them. But it was too hard. He made it too hard on them. Right now, Baker's making it too hard. We have to be too perfect to succeed with him. I will say this. Just I'm not defending the guy because our defense puts us in terrible, terrible situations. Yes. Week in, week out. It always comes down to it feels like, all right, hey. And it sucks because I – Every time he goes out there, I'm like, well, hey, it's Baker's time to really, you know, like put a stamp on this thing. Like this is, these are the moments, if you're a number one, you know, pick in the draft quarterback, these are the moments that you go out and you win. And uh, every week I'm just like, here we go again. Here, here's an argument. Okay. The Ravens lost literally all three of their running backs this year. They lost J.K. Dobbins. And we thought, and they thought, oh, that's okay. We still got Gus Edwards. They lost Gus Edwards. Then did they lose somebody else? Justice Hill. Yes. Yes. Then they lost Justice Hill. So their running backs are three guys that nobody wanted. They were just floating around out there in free agency. Yep. Their yep. number one uh, draft pick receiver just came back. We made fun of them all off season about how Sammy Watkins is sucks. Okay, and they're the num- they're a rushing team. They're the number one rushing team in football the last couple of years, and they lost all their running backs and they have no receivers. Lamar's the front runner for MVP. Yep. He had 400 yards uh, two weeks ago against the Colts. It's, it's been, I, the, it's not know, even movie scripts though. Like it's, he's been very, very, very good. And it's just, yep. so we can't, we can't keep making excuses. Well, well, you had tackles out. Uh, there's always going to be something wrong. It's the NFL. Very rarely are you going to go into the game where everything is perfect, all your players are healthy, everything is hunky-dory, and you're going to steamroll them and run the ball for seven yards a clip. That's not going to happen. And at some point, I mean, he's 50-some games in now, and we still wonder, uh, would you rather have Baker or Taylor Heineke? Uh, Baker. I think <laughs> I'd take Baker there. But the fact that you have, you have to, to think, think about, about it, it yeah. and he's well, an undrafted free agent out of Old Dominion, and Baker's correct. a Heisman Trophy number one overall pick. And that's what made yesterday to me even worse as like a fan because I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. And of course they're doing the broadcast. You know, everyone's talking about it. So you got Baker, number one overall Heisman Trophy winner out of Oklahoma. You got Kyler Murray, number one overall Heisman Trophy winner out of Oklahoma. Back-to-back years, going head-to-head, and it wasn't even a contest. No, oh, And it's like, I just, I just wanted to be competitive. I just wanted to look like... I just wanted to look similar. You know what I mean? Like, I just, why, why can't it just look like it? And, and we talked about Kyler didn't run all over us. He didn't use his no. legs or th- his athleticism. He's short. He's shorter and smaller than Baker. And he had that shoulder injury yep. coming into the game on his right shoulder. And uh-huh. he sat in the pocket and made throws and threw for more yards than Baker. From the, He did. He And they don't have a running game. No. no it's not they, like they, they rushed for they, hundreds no. and hundreds of yards. 
So I mean, are, so you mean to tell me my quarterback who was went number one overall is, can only be successful if we have a perfect running game and we have the best O line in football and we're running perfect play action passes to fool the defense? I mean, I'm not trying to bash on him. He's hurt and he shows a ton of grit. And last year we were having these talks and he turned it around and was awesome. Yeah, I, it's going to be harder this year because he's hurt. He's got to turn it around. He at some point the franchise has to be able to lift up the franchise. Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. I, not maybe not as extreme, but like for me, I, I felt like yesterday was like a perfect storm. Like all these things came together <sighs> just for me to be miserable. All day. And, and I know the turnovers, like he was getting pressure, but let's be honest, he escaped on those two fumbles. He escaped the pressure, and then he didn't throw it away. He's looking right at the guy at the yeah. and doesn't throw it away. He's trying to force and make a play. The, and he fumbles. One fumble was very weird. I don't know what the, the camera angle from TV. Maybe it was different live. I don't know, Justin, but it looked like Baker like escaped a couple guys, and then it almost looked like he thought the whistle had blown because he kind of like just kind of like dropped. And then, he got and, then and then he got smashed and yeah. dropped the ball, and it was like, what did he just stop? Like it looked like he thought the play was over. And, and the the pick that was my God, the pick was, was horrendous. And and I said we talk about. I, I was talking about with this with Justin. He didn't even look at OBJ. Odell was wide open on that play. He didn't even look at him. And the same. this is why, too, I'm a little tough on Baker because the same people who, when Odell drops one pass or two passes in a season, and they're yelling, cut him, he's worthless, not worth the money, he's a distraction to the team, will defend Baker for throwing that pick until they're blue in the face. <laughs> I can't who, defend who that had, pick. Who had a worse game yesterday? Who Baker or Odell? Yeah, I, they, they. I don't think. Uh, Odell I mean, have Odell, a bad Odell, Odell was say, the highest he... graded player on our team at ninety by PFF. And yeah, but the, the thing drop. It's kind of like with the interception, the fumbles. Like you're gonna remember the one play that is like it screwed us. You know, yeah. another fourth down drop for Odell. I get it now. To be fair, like you said, I don't know if he'd even gotten the first down on that. It was going to be close. It was going to be close. He was getting hit. Um, but, you know, you're your number one receiver. You're you're paid like the elite guy on the team. You got to make the play and at least make it close. Um, but, yeah, that, that pick was pretty easy for the defense. To uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of step up and catch it. Yeah, even, basket yeah. And live wasn't even close. You'd, I no. literally was like, what did we do there? What, it, it was, what happened? He, he just seems to miss a lot of reads. And if, if the running game isn't mauling people and getting a ton, we don't move the ball. No, and I'm I'm seeing him regress in his confidence level. It's so like apparent. He looks like he's afraid to throw picks. Yeah. He holds onto the ball. He double clutches. He doesn't throw. I'm not telling him, saying I want him to be a gunslinger and like throw into every tight window, but this is the NFL. You have to move this guy with your eyes and then come back to him. Yeah. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, we can't be one read. It's so, and here's the deal. If we praise him when he's good, when he's not playing well, we got to, I mean, I'm not a homer. I love the Browns, but I'm not a Browns homer. And I'm not a Baker homer. If he's not playing well, he's not playing well. Yeah. And I know, and I see a lot of like comments from people that are like, oh, you guys call yourselves Browns fans. Be more positive. I'm like, I'm not, I I care. I care so much about this team that I'm going to criticize them where I see the flaws. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. That To me, that's being a, a true fan is to not be like, oh, they're wonderful no matter what they do. <laughs> no, they're not. Yesterday, we, they we were know that. this poor man. We're three and three. We were four and two at this point last year. You mean to tell me this team roster-wise is worse than last year's? 
I like we were talking about earlier. I don't think they're worse was, roster wise, but the we've played tougher teams. Competition. The we've first six some, games this year is better. Yeah, yes, but, but we're supposed to be the one of the better teams. We are. If I, agree. Team. I agree. I agree. Dan Orlovsky said it this morning on Get Up. He said Browns are the most disappointing team in the NFL. He said they're a six and zero roster with a three and three record. Yeah, I mean that's it, the that's true. Do um, but, and he's but, a huge Browns like back. Yeah, yeah. I was to say, do you want me to kind of run through just real quick so we can highlight? what happened last year and why there is a little bit of optimism. Like season's not over. Sky's not completely falling. No, yet, I was going to, I'll chime on that just for the fact that we're only three and three. So Browns fans, all, all, the people that are on my Facebook, it's kind of crazy. They're like, Oh, these teams suck. They're not, they're done. Put a fork in it. Like, we're not done. We it's still a 13 and three. Well, and here's the thing is look at the AFC. There's a lot of very not, good teams on the in the AFC this year. Buffalo is way out ahead. The Ravens are a little bit ahead of us. Other than that, I mean, yeah, it's, the, I mean, even the Chiefs are struggling. Chiefs, I mean, they beat yep. Washington yesterday, but it wasn't until late. Yeah. If, you know, it, they, if it was the playoffs, we're in right now. Yeah. So just real quick. So last year, I mean, we started off the season in Baltimore, 38 to six. We got yes. shellacked. Yep. So, I mean, right away, people would be like, oh, season's over. You know, we just got killed. We can't compete. Well, then it was win 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 and then we go to pittsburgh in week six and got shellacked 38 to 7 almost the same score yep. in those games baker 189 and 119 passing like he was abysmal in those losses and then we went and we had that he had that big game against cincinnati where things kind of started to turn around yep but then don't forget the very next week we lost to las vegas yeah <laughs> and then went into the bye week and we were five and three yeah okay and then out of the bye we only lost two games after that yeah I, so there's still time to turn oh, around. Absolutely, absolutely. The yeah. injuries is going to make this playing on Thursday is almost a blessing because even though it sucks, we got to do this quick turnaround. But then we got ten days to try yeah. to get yeah. guys healthy. I and I'm almost more optimistic about the offense turning it around and getting that spark and showing up than I am our defense because I've seen our offense do it in the yeah. past. Last year they turned it around, all of a sudden they were clicking. But I've seen our defense blow chunks two years in a row now. Yeah. So. You just see glimpses of the defense. Yeah, exactly. Small one-game samples. Uh-huh. Yep. It's or like, two Oh, look, games. our defense two. is good. Oh, uh, hey, Chicago, Minnesota. Hey, it's good to see you. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's pretty much what went wrong. Let us know what you guys think. I know you guys. some of you guys are going to bash me for my Baker take, but don't lie to yourself. He's not playing great right now. Uh, before we get into what went right, I want to guys remind you guys about Symbol. Head to Symbol.com backslash dogs, D-A-W-G-S, and play the stock market for sports. You get onto Symbol, you buy uh, stock in different sports teams. We're obviously partial to the NFL, but they got NFL, NCAA, uh, I think NBA, MLB, mm-hmm. everything's on there. Um, you buy you buy shares of a team, and then as their stock price goes up because they're winning, or if you know, God forbid, they start to lose and their stock price goes down, you got to get out. Um, but you win money if their stock goes up. You also win money every week if they win. Uh, if you have a share of that team, so two different ways to win. They also have pick three leagues on there. You're going to go to the little teammate section in the lower left hand corner. Upper right-hand corner says join slash create league. Tap on that. Find the Dogs Podcast League. Click on it. Hit join league. You're going to pick three games against the spread every week. Whoever has the most points at the end of the year will win a free Browns jersey of any player you choose. I know it's late. You need to have some ground to make up. But again, I think the leader still only has 12. Squish. Shout out to Squish. Yeah, who has 12 12 points right now. So it's still very doable to come back. A couple bad weeks for Squish, and it's you know I'm 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 trying to mount a comeback. We can't win the Browns jersey, but I'm trying. 
Yeah, just for bragging rights. Yeah, I'd like just to for be bragging there. rights. I hey, started yeah. off bad, but I've gotten some stuff right. Zach, uh, maybe that's why he's taking time off from the podcast to do extra research. He's at 11. Yeah, so. he's doing well. He's in yeah. second. Oh, wow. So. Uh, com backslash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. We also have to tell you about the promo they're running right now. If you use that promo dogs, D-A-W-G-S, your deposit to play the stock market up to $100 is 100% refundable slash safe. If you put in 100 bucks and you lose it all the next day, they will refund you that $100. It's literally risk-free to try. You can't beat that. It's no, risk-free. It, that's a great way to get in and just see if you like it. I mean, if it if the idea of playing the stock market for sports interests you, but you're like, I don't know if I want to put the money in and not like it. Well, here's your chance to just try it yeah. basically with no risk. Yeah. A hundred bucks will essentially buy you probably two, maybe three shares of certain teams. Get in, buy a couple of shares of a team. If you like the way it goes and you start making money, cool. You, it's, <laughs> you made money. If, if for some reason you played it all on like the jets or something and they tank, don't ever get better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you lose all your money in a day. All you got to do is, you know, email them. They send you your money right back. So check it out. Um, make sure you use promo code dogs, D A W G S. Dogs off the leash. I might need to change that last little sound right there. <laughs> so uh, what went right? I only have one thing on here. And then we actually got a Facebook message from Kenny Mack. I was going to so, say, what went right? All right. See you guys next week. Yeah. The only thing I put in here, what went right? DPJ got his first 100-yard game. Yeah. Since what? Awesome. High school? Yep. Yep. So luckily, they can't take away the Hail Mary <laughs> because 57 <laughs> of them came on that. But he played yeah. well. He had a touchdown. Uh, he wasn't going to be denied the end zone on that. He truck sticked that Tru- guy. Truck stick, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, so that was awesome. <laughs> it was good for DPJ. We talked about him in the offseason as a guy who we were we thought was going to step up big time this year. This is the first game that he's kind of made his presence felt. Yeah, it was a, it was a slow start. It, well, I mean, last week he had 70 yards, I think. I mean, he was leading. No, Njoku was, but still – you know, DPJ was okay. Yeah. Um, it's just good to see him getting involved. Yep. So that, that's good for him. Um, I do want to ask you, Kenny Mack just Facebook messages. If anybody who listens, Kenny Mack's a big guy out of Canada who listens, always sends us intros. He asked, can we talk about, do we think the Browns are quitting on Joe Woods? So just touch on this real quick. Do we think they are so quitting like the on defensive him? Players? Do we think like the defensive players are quitting on him? I, I feel like that whole team yesterday – now, is he basing it off this season or just yesterday? Because yesterday, I feel like nobody was really ready to play. It just didn't look like it. Um, as far as the defense, like you said, Blake, they just don't look like they know what they're doing. I I don't think that they're giving – it's the NFL, and these guys want to earn paychecks. Yeah, you know? I mean, I even saw Trevor Lawrence giving uh, Urban Meyer a hug yesterday, and I don't think he probably likes him that much. Oh, I mean, I think he probably <laughs> likes him. I said I saw Trevor Lawrence give Urban a hug after the win yesterday, and I said I don't know if he's really that thrilled with him being his coach. Uh, I just I don't know if I'm willing to say they're they're quitting. No, yeah, but I have to think they're not thrilled. They, there's no way they like what we're doing. Well, let's put it this way: How many people out there watching or listening have a boss, and you know your boss is an idiot? <laughs> I, i'm just saying pretty much like all, i'm just I work saying. for myself right now and i still feel like that. yeah i'm with you i mean but you no know, i mean really i mean there there are people in in positions where they're calling the shots and and you know you know when they're not they don't know what they're doing that's right so i mean i think it's fair to say these players if joe woods is that inept right now they they know they're not stupid 
I, Blake, you touched on like expectations and stuff like that. I think going into, do you think Miles Garrett expects it to be part of this defense or like you think Denzel Ward is having a good time yesterday? No, and no. he's getting picked on sometimes. Yeah. You know, yep. it's like we're not utilizing these guys and they have to be, I mean, I'm fed up and I'm just watching it. I can't imagine playing in it. Yeah, it's got to be so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, Miles is still the NFL sack leader, though. Yeah, as what, of yesterday, eight, eight, yeah. Eight. So, even if you take out his four in one game, give him just one for that, he's still having a pretty good season sack. Yeah, and the thing is, like, if our defense would just play, would just play the way that we think they can play, he should have more. Yeah, if he could, if they'd cover I mean, he anybody. He could be up to 10, 11, 12 by now already, which would be insane. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the way he gets after it, I mean, they're. It's really sad that we're falling this short of the potential. Yep. But, well, that's what we're in right. Literally Kinda. nothing. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, we, we got that message live. So I figured we'd throw it in here real quick. Um, thanks for checking out another episode of the dogs. Uh, the, the Browns are for sure not where we thought they'd be, but we got to have a, we have a quick turnaround and a chance to get things back on track this week against the Broncos. Season's not over. We just got to go out and get a win. Uh, to all you dog pack members, we'll see you on the after hour show and to everyone else. We'll see you on episode two this week when we preview our Thursday night matchup with the Broncos. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com.